0: hello everybody hello it's tuesday august 29th 2023 and here are some of today's trends in the news because we're taking uh, two weeks off no magazine this week or next tuesday it's summertime and the living is easy and that's why uh, salute a little bit of rose i love that rose in the hot summer and that pink pink rose Mwah. Ah, so I surround myself with beauty because I got to write about and read about all the ugly crap going on in the world, and it is a crapshoot, and the crapsters are shooting the crap. So let's start with the markets. Ah, they were up today. They were up yesterday, and the um, the news is higher rates loom over market, but. Not necessarily. So it's a guessing game. About 51%, 54% say they're going to raise them. And uh, it, 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 they don't know what they're going to do. So they're waiting for this Friday, the employment numbers come out. If the employment numbers are strong, hey, they don't, they don't want the plantation workers of Slave Landia to, to make any money, so... And the wages go up, they'll raise inflation. Yep. Jerome Powell's much anticipated speech on Friday did little to resolve the conflict conflict gripping markets late this summer. Whether a rapid climb in interest rates spells doom for the surprising 2023 stock market rally. Wait a minute. It's not a surprising 2023 stock market rally. We said the markets would rally this past November because we looked at the data that showed following the 40 midterm elections in the United States, the S&P 500 climbed on average 16.3%. So, and that's like over 60 years so we said, no, no, this the markets are going to go up. We only go by the facts. And then when the S&P got like around 17.5, we said, that's it, it's going to start going down now. And it has. So there you got it. And then they have this, um, you know. Yeah, here we go. Traders are signed on Friday, 54% probability the central bank will lift rates again. That's what I said, yep up from 32% chance. And traders see a 62% chance the Fed by next June will have cut rates from current levels down from 83%. We say by next June, there's a 100% chance the Fed will cut rates because they do it in the lead-up to the presidential reality show. That's coming up in 2024. They're going to artificially juice the market. They do it all the time. So what else do we got here? Are you ready? (laughs) This is a uh, big writer's story, headline story. Post-pandemic world facing gloomy stew of debt, trade wars, and poor productivity. Everybody's using this term pandemic. It was not a pandemic. The World Horror Organization, who? Like, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? To tell me what to do. That who? Bunch of scumbags. Arrogant fucking bureaucrats. Little pieces of shit. Little pieces of arrogant shit that made up this fucking crap Oh, watch your language. You know, fuck you. They destroy the fucking world. Because little fucking cowards with no balls, and I can't say the other word that's all dried up, yeah, didn't go out and fight this crap. On March 11th, 2020, when there were 4,219 deaths Out of 114 countries, they called it a pandemic. Total fucking lie. And those are the facts. And now they're doing a new one. They're scaring the hell out of us already once again. One... Article after another coming out about, yeah, you ready? Uptick in COVID brings a reminder virus never left. Whoa, this is from the toilet paper record today. Yep. A late summer wave of coronavirus infections has touched schools, workplaces. And local governments. And as experts warn the public to brace for even more COVID-19 spread this fall and winter. Yep. Experts. Fucking bureaucrats. Like that scumbag prick Fauci. Experts. The bullshit here. Ready? People who are now hospitalized for COVID now tend to have pre existing conditions or suppressed immune systems that makes them more susceptible to severe symptoms. No shit. Particularly people who are already have health risks. Yeah, no kidding. But get the jab. Anyway, so that's the crap going on. But going back to it, the economy is going down. Record levels of government debt, geopolitical tensions. That threatened to split, blah 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 blah. And countries, quote, countries are now more fra have more have more fragile environment. They used a lot of their fiscal resources to deal with the pandemic. Then you have policy driven force uh, blah, blah, blah. This is the International Monetary Fund, international mafia federation. I think I got it mixed up. An right? international monetary fund, yeah. Countries are now more fragile. They've used a lot of their physical resources to deal with the pandemic. They fought the COVID war with fucking bullshit. With bullshit. Remember, stand six feet apart. Remember, you used to draw the fucking circles when you went into a building? Like the fucking, it goes six feet exactly your breath. Remember the, the line, the arrows they had? You could go up this aisle that way, this aisle that way. Because the COVID doesn't go around like that. Yep, they made up this shit. They dumped trillions of dollars of fake money into the system, and the debt levels are unbearable. Gold prices are up today. Again, gold is not going to go up until 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 interest rates come down in the United States. Simple as that. The emerging economies are taking a real hit. Yeah, I mean, just the. Economists and policymakers have appeared in rough consensus that two trends from before the pandemic, both with global growth implications, have been intensified by the health crisis and other recent events. Policymakers, policymakers, how about dictasters? If they're rocketing higher during the global financial crisis 15 years ago, You ready? The ratio of public debt to world economic output has grown to 60% from 40%. You ready? This is the fucking language the prostitutes use. Thanks to the pandemic. Not the fucking... There was no fucking pandemic. And you don't thank the pandemic. You thank the scumbags who closed down the fucking world. Got it? Got it? No. No. No, we don't have it. We'll all repeat what we're told to repeat. Heil Hitler. Again, you ready? Eurozone business downturn increases uncertainty. Yep, that's the Financial Times. Eurozone recession likely as business activity slows. Oh, this is from uh, Yahoo News. Germany facing zero growth. Oh, that's in the Bundesbank. German business confidence slides. That's from Financial Times. Germany's shrinking economy sparks a struggle for solutions. That's from the Wall Street Journal. Startup funding shrinks in Europe. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. It'll come back. It'll come back. Remember the bullshit they spewed out like that? This thing's going down big and hard. So if they start lowering rates over in Europe, they start lowering rates over in the United States, your inflation is going to go back up. And gold prices are going to go up. And oil prices, you need know, $85 a barrel. The people are feeling in their pocket already. And then your treasuries are going up, Right? So the stock market's going to go down because there's no risk in playing money market funds and treasuries that it's really you're not going to lose. So if you're going to get over 5% for your money, why are you going to gamble in the markets? So we're going to see the markets go down in September. That's our forecast. And they may crash by October. Very, very possible. U.S. mortgage applications for home purchases fell to their lowest mark. In 28 years. And again, we warned about the office building bust. And now it's making the media. The mystery of the missing Philadelphia office workers. Yeah. Again, we're going to go over this and over this. Because we're the first ones to call it. Now they're talking about it. New York occupancy has consistently been... More than 25% this year. That's it? 25%? That's nothing. Nothing. And all the, off, and all the businesses that depend on commuters, they're fucked. And not the way I like to be fucked. And uh, Castle, Castle Systems, back to work barometer, Philadelphia office occupancy rate, 40%. Again, one article after another. Yep, striking lease, lease sizes are another blow to office owners during one of the industry's worst slumps since World War II. So this is going to really hurt cities because they're going to get a lot tax, a lot less taxes. But don't worry, they'll raise the fucking taxes on the workers of slave landia. They'll do anything we can. Again, you look at the numbers. Nearly 30% of U.S. workers in remote-capable jobs work exclusively at home, according to Gallup. A share that hasn't wavered much in the past year. This thing's going to go down big because they're not going to be able to pay their loans on the office buildings, and it's going to bring down the banks They don't talk about that. Here, this is an article from The Week. Yeah, they spelt it wrong. They spelt it W-E-E-K. It's W-E-A-K. And the whole fucking article, this whole long thing, not one mention, they're talking about the Bay Area, Silicon Valley, about the lockdowns. Not one, again, As I had forecast, this would happen in March in your Trends Journal of 2020 and the crime, people, got gangs going in, whole groups of people stealing shit, drug people drugged out all over. This did not happen before the COVID war. It did not happen. As I said, when people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. This is out of fortune. A real estate billionaire said Fridays are dead forever for office workers and remote. Yeah. Yep. People don't go back to work. And as we mentioned, and we mentioned it again, landlords have $1.2 trillion of debt. So you're going to see rising default rates and office values have tumbled 31%, 31% since the COVID war. And, and they were so fucking stupid. They fought, they're down 31% since 2022. So all these brilliant investors were still buying fucking buildings. Owners forgo home insurance. Homeowners are increasingly forgoing home insurance, gambling that the likelihood of a disaster isn't likely enough to justify the cost of a policy for a 250,000 dollar dwelling, when your average price now is 410,000. Median is nearly fifteen hundred dollars annually. So when you got a bigger house, it's a lot more. People can't afford it. Again, only plantation workers of slave land here. And a lot of people keep asking us about AI. Your Trends Journal, when it was a four an eight-page newsletter back in nineteen ninety-nine and now it's over 160 pages. It used to be a quarterly, and now it's over 160 pages a weekly (laughs) with no ads. And you subscribe by going to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. I was the first to call the dot-com bust. So people are asking us about AI. Dot-com this. Dot-com overload will short circuit many high expectations for huge profits in internet commerce, entertainment, and a wide array of dot-com services. Following the holiday season, again, this is October 1999, many of today's high-flying internet stocks, the hottest IPOs and newly emerging IPO wannabes will have begun deep descent from their overvalued heights, right here. So what's going on with AI? Send $29.95. No, no. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. $2.86 a week. But I'll tell you where he was going. I need a drink. Rosé. I love rosé in these hot summer days. And in my garden out here, I have 48 tomato plants. They make a nice marinara. with little fresh basil and garlic. Mwah. Yeah, that's that's where we have the rallies in that, that garden over there. Anyway, so here's your AI story. Go to the news. A stroke silenced her. AI is helping her talk. Big article, New York Times. Demand for AI chips lifts NVIDIA sales to record highs. Schools shift to embrace chat, GPT. AI expected to bring gains in output, job rethink business version of chat GPT unveiled. How schools can cope and grow when their students are using AI. Progress in AI now threatens office workers. All right. That's where it's going. This is real. Trends are born, they grow, they mature, reach old age and die. This trend has just been born. It's brand new. And by the way, what's going on in there in China, you got to read the Trends Journal. We have a a spotlight on China's economy. It ain't good. And then the Ukraine war. This is from July 21st, over a month ago. Vladimir Zelensky says Ukraine's counteroffensive about to gain pace. Bullshit. You got it. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yep. A month later, nowhere. And as we said, don't count on the counteroffensive. And let me I, this is I gotta talk about this because it really pisses me off. But before I do, article came out today in the Epic Times or yesterday. Sweetened drinks are linked to chronic liver disease and liver cancer. And then today, a recent study is revealing the dire state of public health in the United States in comparison to other wealthy nations. The U.S. death rate far outpaces American peers. Leading researchers to say that the country is actually, quote, experiencing a crisis of early death. Sweetened drinks are linked to chronic liver disease. Look at the shit that people drink. It's blimpitis. Is it? Is it any? Is it any surprise that the United States is where number one in dying fast? And again, when you look at the COVID numbers. America outpaced our the, the rich countries because of its pre-existing comorbidities. In 2021, 1.1 million deaths would have been averted if the U.S. had mortality rates similar to other wealthy nations. The study refers to these excess deaths as "missing Americans," because these deaths reflect people who would still be alive if the U.S. death rate. Was equal to its pure countries. Quote, the number of missing Americans in recent years is unprecedented in modern times, says Dr. Jacob Bohr, the study's lead and corresponding author and associate professor of blah, 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 blah. So take this into account America is one of the most highly vaxxed countries in the world. That's right. How come we're dying so quick? It's the shit that they're eating. They don't say this in here. These new findings show that the number of excess U.S. debts has been accelerating over the last four decades. The U.S. had lower mortality rates than its peers during World War II and its aftermath during the 1960s and 70s. The U.S. had similar mortality rates to other wealthy nations. But the number of missing Americans began to increase year by year, starting in the 1980s. All right? You know why? Because women stopped raising their children, and they put them in this thing called daycare centers, which are nursing homes for children. Where you got one of the lowest paid workers feeding your kid crap. And then mommy's coming home at 6.30 at night and feeding the kid ultra-processed food. Because I love to cook and my mother, mwah, may she rest in peace. Yes, my All my cousins used to say, Aunt Marie was the best cook. Used to love to come to our house for holidays and anytime they could. And we eat these delicious meals. And Now the kids are eating crap. And all you have to do is go out to the street and see it. The facts are all here, but they don't talk about it. The Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus used to be a big thing when I was a kid. But they went out of business. They're trying to come back, but they're gone. You know why? Step right up. Step right up. And you had to pay to go see the fat man or the tattooed lady. You don't have to pay anymore. they are out in the street everywhere. This country's going down big and fast. The only thing to me, facts don't matter. We need a renaissance. The only way I see it happening. People don't give a fuck about facts. They're too stupid to read them. Don't want to do it. The other thing's on their mind. Sports. What the big movie is. Anyway. So that's it. There's another thing I'm going to talk about. We'll talk about it another time. And it's about the COVID, about the Ukraine war. And um, we'll be sending out special trend alerts this week. You know, a great one from Gregory Manorino saying exactly what we're talking about with the banks, what they're gonna, when they're going to bust, how they're going to bust, and by Scott Ritter and others. So thanks for tuning in. And tomorrow, don't forget, Salenti and the judge, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Napolitano. Yep. Oh, and go to Jimmy Dore. JimmyDore.com, and, uh, and, and watch the interview that I did with, uh, and Napolitano did with uh, Craig pa- Pasta, Pasta Ladik Giadulo. It's a great one, the three of us, three Italians. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow. At the Trans Journal, the best investment you could make, because it's the best investment into your mind, and you can change how you look at the world. His work is actually a gold mine. Anybody interested in politics, political trends, economic trends, social trends, cultural trends, you have to follow him. journal Salente. The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information, and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. But a uh, Trends uh, Journal subscriber for 20 years, I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal, there's nothing like this out there. Thirty thirty five. then it could really drop. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200-page document, pure data-driven analysis. Gerald Salente, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are, and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happened at trendsjournal.com.